the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's hump day. Y'all, I, I don't know. I don't know how much dynamite I got in me. It's been a long day so far. So yeah, welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. I started my day very early. In fact, I'm wearing the same makeup I've had on since 6 a.m. I got up really early to do Newsmax, and then I went and spoke uh, with my buddies at uh, the Del Mar Seacoast Republican Party today. Just an incredible group of people. And so it's been a long day. So if you're listening to us and watching on Facebook Live, I know I did the angle wrong when I put my phone in, so my man Skins is going to try to fix it. So uh, so that you're not having to turn your head and give yourself a crank in your neck. Um, so we'll see if we can. No, it's actually it. This is. OK, so <laughs> anyway, I don't know where to start. I got to tell y'all, I have no idea where to begin. I mean, it has been we knew that it was going to be bad, right? With um the the Marxists taking over it. And you know what? I know that there's already a lot of buyer's remorse from Democrats, you know, um, which, first of all, I don't know why anybody's even using that term buyer's remorse, because Joe Biden was clearly not elected by the American people. But let's say for a second that he was actually um, elected. Um, I don't have any sympathy for anybody that actually voted for this. Where do I start? The Dow was down 600 points. A friend of mine said today, uh, gee, Joe, you got four years. You don't have to completely destroy the economy, you know, on day one. Um, let's see. The, the Pentagon, the Department of Defense has said that climate change is now our biggest threat. Um, Biden has signed an executive order banning the term China virus. Where do, where do we even go from here? You know, I spoke of, by the way, uh, follow me on Twitter and Andrea K Show temporarily. Email me at andreakshow.com if you've got anything you want to share. And I know that we're having some struggles with a Facebook Live. What, it might be uh, the break before we can get that, that straightened out for you guys. But when I was at the uh, Republican group today, you know, I, we... I, I, I went through so many of the different topics and things at at issue with everything that Joe Biden and I touched on this last night on the show. I said, but ultimately, you know, if if none of these issues matter, coming up with a strategy, we're past the point of, of blaming the Democrats for everything. Right. I said the Republican Party is really every issue that we've got, every bad piece of bad news today coming out of the Biden administration, we can lay squarely at the hands of the Republican Party. Make no question about it. 
And I'm sitting there in a group with Republicans today who are all questioning themselves whether or not the, the, the America is completely toast because it doesn't matter, if, you know, if we can yammer all day long. And I talked about this last night about tax reform or this or that or open borders. If they are going to get this H.R. 1 passed or even just two out of the 10 items passed, then we're toast as a country. And there were people at this Republican group today who said we're done. We're done as America. We will never have another fair election again. The Republican Party has betrayed us. And these are Republicans saying this today. They're saying that we're done. So here's my question for you guys. And I've got my I I invited my friend Brian Maloney to come back on the show because we've got to really put we've really got to think about a plan. I don't want to hear from people automatically telling me a third party's not going to work. I heard some of that today. Don't just tell me what's not going to work. And if you're going to tell me, because you're, you're basing, you're telling me something that's not going to work on the basis of one example from 1992. And she's well-meaning. Everybody's trotting out the Ross Perot. But if you're going to tell me what's not going to work, then you must tell me what will. Because what has been going on for decades has us in a place to where People that have dedicated their time outside of their careers that I met with today, people that are so dedicated to this country and to the party that they are volunteers and they work their butts off are saying, have, feel completely hopeless. And as long as I have breath in my body, as long as the Lord is on the, uh, is on the throne, I'm going to say that there's hope, but we must come up with a plan. Because the Democrats, everything that's going on right now, you don't think every bit of this was planned, including the impeachment? And we actually have today two Republicans saying, you know, how about this? How about instead of this is the Republicans today saying, you know what? How about instead of this impeachment and wasting time and you're not going to have all the votes anyway, Susan Collins, how about how about we just do a censure and we censure the president for what he said? How about you tell the truth to the American people that you're the unicrats now, as a friend of mine said. We have a one-party system. Censure my president for what? Standing in front of the American people who know 75 million of us had our votes stolen and daring to say that we want the Republicans who are responsible at the every contested state was run by Republicans. The crap show that went on in Georgia, Republicans. We have 35 of the state legislators all under Republicans. The Supreme Court, Republicans. President Trump did absolutely nothing wrong. There was no insurrection. The MAGA movement are not domestic terrorists who deserve to be routed out with a, with a, a civilian army rounding us up for, for uh, deprogramming camps. The Republican Party, he's not even in office anymore. Did the, after Obama left, after Obama left Americans to die in Benghazi and lied about it and launched a cover-up over it, they not only didn't impeach him, they didn't even censure him for it. No, they held worthless meetings with, with Hillary Clinton. Nobody was ever held accountable. A ban, a, a, a ban on us using the term China virus? Where's the Republican Party speaking out against that? As somebody pointed out today at this Republican meeting, these were some serious patriots I was with today. God, if any of you are listening, God bless you guys so much for your heart and for having me today and for this phenomenal discussion that we had today that we've got to continue. And I want to hear from you guys, 888-344-1170. We must have a plan. It is not enough to say third party. It is not enough to say revitalize the GOP. How? When we are looking at reports today... 
that Biden is starting. I don't know why I don't know why they're going to want to bother to pack the courts because all three of Trump's nominees caved and didn't give a crap. Could be because they all come out of these worthless indoctrinate Marxist indoctrination centers called the Ivy League. Biden has started a commission to review SCOTUS reform. Putting people on there from the hallowed halls of Harvard, like uh, like Caroline Fredrickson, uh, who, and I quote, I often point out to people who aren't lawyers that the Supreme Court is not defined as a nine-person body in the Constitution. It's changed uh, sizes many times. So they're going to pack the courts. What's the Republicans' response to this? Um, well, you know, these commissions are usually places where ideas go to die. Is that your idea, DJ Potato Skins, is that your idea of a, of, of, of a response from the opposition party to court packing? It just seems like they just don't care. They're happy with, with collecting and lining their pockets, and they are going to do nothing about it, like you and I have talked about so frequently. Yeah. I just, I... I, I Which is why I, I keep saying that as much as my values used to align with the Republican Party, it, I, I, I can't stand by and let them, and let them do nothing. Here's one idea, and then I want to hear from you guys tonight, 888-344-1170. We're going to have Brian Maloney on in a moment. One, one, uh, if, if we can't launch a third party, in part because we've got conservatives all day long who think that they're experts and, um, and really actually never were even a part of any campaign or any strategy, but the, but, but the conservatives are going to continue, too many of them out of the 75 million for their own personal reasons, by the way, are going to stick with the Republican Party, then then we might be forced to, you know, try to work within the Republican Party. One one thing that we have, as was pointed out today by somebody at the meeting, he says it comes down to money. How about this? How about all 75 million of us? If you're disgusted, like most of you are, and the debate is third party versus GOP, how about this? How about we at least tell the GOP for now, you're not going to get another dime. We're not going to give another dime to some worthless pack that you've come up with. We're not going to we're not going to give another dime to the RNC who collected two hundred million dollars to fight the fight the fraud and did nothing with it. We're not going to give a dime for another campaign, even if it's somebody like even if it's somebody like Ted Cruz. Because you know what? I don't watch Fox News, even though there's still a couple of conservative people on there, because to to uh, because I'm then still supporting the corrupt organization by watching Tucker Carlson. I'm not even going to give a dime to a Ted Cruz. I'm not going to give a dime to even any of the good the good uh, Trump supporting people in the GOP, because you know what? If I by by giving money to them, I'm still supporting the corrupt organization. We starve them off. We cut off the blood supply to the tumor, even to the ones that we like. Until we get action, until we have the Republican Party stopping this crap like censoring a president who's done nothing wrong because because we know and the Republicans know, too. That the plan is to to kill the snake that is the MAGA movement by cutting off the head from Trump. So you know what? We need to cut off the heads of the of the Republican Party. We need to we and and that comes with not giving them any money. I didn't properly introduce you earlier because you were trying to fix the Facebook. I'm talking about my man DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right. And what is necessary. And you know what? Along those lines, Andrea, I think that's exactly what Ronald Reagan would do, former President Reagan. And if it means calling up your representatives and telling them, you know what? I'm sorry. As much as whether I like you or just 
dislike you. You're not getting another penny. Why don't you pass the message along and That's make right. sure we actually get some action? That's if right. Everybody did that. Things would happen. If it, yeah, stop giving any money to any aspect of this Republican Party. They don't want to. They don't want to support MAGA. They want to. They want to try to kill us off and kill off President Trump. Then they can. Then they can support themselves. They want to disrespect us. They want to kick kick our teeth in. They want to allow the the complete financial destruction, the ruination of Americans. Because let me tell you, everything that's been done to Trump, the persecution of him, his family, all of his inner circle, is now being directed at us. And the Republican Party is happy to have us slaughtered. They're happy to have us become uh, you know become Michael Flynn. They're happy to have uh, tweet twit, Twitter now that has a new feature called Bird Watch where people are identifying, routing out, looking for all the Trump supporters who are now So glad I'm off Twitter. Yeah, well, but you know this is happening in all aspects of society. Oh, I know. Because this is all about routing out because the Republican Party has allowed Trump and Trump supporters to be declared insurrectionists and domestic terrorists because we questioned the election outcome when they did the and, same thing and now they're yeah it, because the we only have this double standard in the hypocrisy because the republican party has allowed it and the republican party is not going to get any more support for me i have friends within the party but let me tell you my friendship with you is not enough for me to continue to support the party that has allowed this country to be off a cliff we may be already completely over the cliff. I don't know if we're completely over it already or if we're hanging by a fingernail, but we're about done. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Brian Maloney and get his perspective. He's got two ideas for what we can do because it's not enough for me to just sit here talking about the hot topics of the day. I have to try to I have to try to find a solution. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, I was talking about uh, we really need to come up with a plan to figure out what we're going to do, whether it's third party or whether it's staying within the GOP. Because and 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 I'm still not. And there were some people today at the Republican event who said we're done. You know, uh, we're we're done because they fixed the election one. Never have another fair election in this country, and that's a frightening thought. Given if you see everything that has been done with executive order these past few days, from today the commission on packing the courts to what they've done with energy to the open borders. Um, you know, talking about uh, the vehicle mileage tax, they've admitted this. Uh, the uh, not. Nominee, I think, for um, Commerce Commission. Uh, I think uh, I don't remember which uh, nominee it was. Who was talking about how? Yeah, we we just might need to uh, raise taxes on the middle class uh, to fight climate change. And this is an absolute disaster in the making. Someone at the the uh, a gentleman at today's meeting, uh, coincidentally on Holocaust Remembrance Day, was referencing back to how similar the times are today with uh, Germany and how um, he says that he feels like this history repeating itself and that it won't be long before we don't have any freedoms left. And of course, on Holocaust Remembrance Day, we remember the anniversary of the freeing of Auschwitz. 7,000 prisoners uh, were freed on this day um, by the Russian army, actually. And of course, we know in Holocaust, despite the deniers, that 6 million Jews and millions of others from LBGT, Poles, people with disabilities, and more were killed. 
So, um, you know, I posted the pictures, horrifying pictures on Facebook. Of course, they covered them today. And the reason why I did is because if we if we it's it's tough to see these memories. But you know what? If we allow the memories to fade, then it gives rise to the same enemy again. And in some ways, here we are. And I don't think that I'm being or this gentleman today who brought this up is hyperbolic about that. I feel like this is really scary times and we need to have some real serious discussions and serious plans on how we can fix it. Joining me now to discuss this is my friend Brian Maloney uh, from Stop the Scalpings and Red Red Nation, not Red Nation, Red Wave America. Sorry, Brian, I started my day at 6 a.m. and I'm tired, 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 but I'm glad to have you with me. Don't worry. Don't worry. They'll find us. <laughs> yeah, child, I am war slap out. What say you on all this? What well, do we do? I mean, the, the bottom line is when I go on, you know, I go on Facebook and your town, my town, we have these little community forums. And I go on there yesterday morning and little uh, snitchy neighbors are on there pointing out who has the wrong flag or who has the wrong this or the wrong that little left wing uh you know, middle-aged, mostly women, a few men, keeping tabs on who's got the wrong stuff in front of their house. And the bottom line here is what these people want are mass lists of, you know, domestic terrorists. Anyone who thinks differently now Mm -hmm. is a domestic terrorist. Uh, And, you know, I mean, they're openly talking about camps. I mean, they're, you know, AOC is proposing taxpayer dollars for basically re-education camps. Of course, they'll say, well, this is just for extremists or whatever. But, you know, you and I know that extremists will within five minutes be extended to anyone with an alternate viewpoint other than their extreme left view. So eventually, very few people will escape this kind of state. You, you can't put half the country or more into camps. Uh, because, I mean, first of all, because it's repeating history, as you talked about a minute ago. But second, even if you're indifferent to the human suffering side of it, it will destroy the world economy forever because you'd be destroying the productive half of the economy, the people who work and pay taxes, and all you'd have left are the people who don't. Well, and that's we and with the open border, I'm glad you brought that up, because uh, with the open borders, uh, you know, they're about to import um, a whole lot of more dependent people that can't work at a time in which our economy is already crumbling. Look at and then on top of the the Dow tanked 600 points today. Uh, They they killed what 50 estimates of upwards of 100,000 jobs with the Keystone pipeline and then shutting down construction of the wall. I mean, they are actively this is Cloward Piven. We are watching Cloward Piven, which is an intentional destruction. You break the back of the system in order to gain power, make make as many people as possible completely dependent and miserable and suffering until yes. they beg out. They beg. They beg for mercy from the government. And that's going to come in the form of economic begging as well as, oh, OK, I, I promise you, I'll never I'll never, you know, say Jesus is Lord again. Uh, you know, I will never, you know, um, say that same sex marriage is wrong. I will never you know, that is literally where we're going. People are already doing it. And the problem with this problem with their plan is that the U.S. dollar will be absolutely worthless uh, by then. And of course, it's already worth a lot less than it was 50 years ago, 40 years ago. I mean, it loses purchasing power every year, but it will lose all of its purchasing power virtually overnight. I mean, you'll have a catastrophic uh, event. And the interesting part of this is the Democrats are really cracking down now on cryptocurrencies because they see these as a threat. Because if you have an alternate place to mm-hmm. put your money, 
You know, I was never a huge fan of cryptocurrencies. I wondered why they had any value at all. And recently I've come to rethink that and realize that might be the only place to hide other than, of course, silver and gold, which is where I think that personally everyone should be. Uh, and, you know, to some extent, just because at some point that that will be the currency. I don't, what else will there be? But these cryptos aren't as crazy as they seemed a few years ago, because mm -hmm. this is a store in a way, a store of value. Um, even though I don't know what the value is supposed to be, and nor do you or anyone else, but for some reason this works. Uh, and they are cracking down. They don't want crypto. And by the way, Google has already banned most cryptocurrency discussions from YouTube. So they've been cracking down on some of this stuff that you and I, maybe maybe it wasn't even on our radar, but they don't want competition. So they are purposely trying mm -hmm. to destroy all of us, uh, but they're going to end up destroying themselves at the same time. That's what they don't realize. It's not this isn't going to work for them either. Well, there will always be the few at the top. If you look at, if you look at Marxist, communist right. regimes and dictatorships, there's always a few at the top that are living large. And right. so, you know, the elites in the government and on both sides, the Unicrats, the Unicrat Party, they're um, you know they're banking on being the Saddam Hussein or being the Castros or, or they're, they're still living in the palaces while the rest of the Hugo Chavez's while the rest of us literally starve and can't find toilet paper on the shelves and are chasing down dogs for food, stepping over the currency that's that's all over the streets because it's worthless. And if you don't right. understand devaluing of currency, the best way to understand it is there's a reason why now um, we're we're kind of a approaching Europe to where for many years, you know, our cost of our homes, our cars, our, our cost of our living was kept down because of the value of, of our currency. Right. right? right. And so it, that's one reason why there's there, it can get more complicated with inflation, and all this kind of stuff. But it's you know, it's one reason why now you need more, 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 more money in order to buy something. Right. Um, well, yeah. So and we're and then we're also another factor is is we're also um, the, this thing about um, well we can't take cash at the grocery store right now because there's a shortage right. of coins the coin shortage there this was that was hooey it's all about pushing us to a cashless society because they don't want it they don't want any kid to be paid twenty dollars under the table to do something they want to be able to control all the income and to be able to make sure that there's not a nickel out there that's not being taxed. Well, that's exactly right. And what they will ultimately push is a system where employers pay the government. So you work for someone and your wages will be paid to the government. And then the government turns around and gives you what it feels like giving you a cut of. Uh, so in other words, instead of you getting a paycheck from your employer, it goes to the IRS first. And then the IRS gives you back what it thinks you deserve to have, you know, whatever the rest of it it thinks after it's done taxing you. So, I mean, they will fundamentally, but I'm saying, I, I think the dollar will be worthless at this point. So, you know, because what did happen to Venezuela? Sure, the elites still do well, I guess, but the elites in Venezuela have only been able to do well because they have dollars. The mm -hmm. Bolivar is still worthless. That's but true. the dollar's worthless, there's no other currency <clears throat> out there except potentially cryptos silver and gold. I don't, what other currency would you want to have in this scenario? Virtually nothing. All the others will be worthless. All the paper money will be worthless. So, well, you know, yeah, I don't want to get too into the end times and stuff, but you know, it, it, it starts going in that direction that maybe the yen okay. and, and the rubles are going to be all that's left. Let's talk about what we can do. Let's, let's get, let's get back here and say, okay, let's say that there's something that we can do. Um, be, that that we can we can turn this ship around. What are the ideas in terms of? Because it's you know people are telling me a third party won't work. Okay, well what will? 
We go, you know, what can we do? Well, that's it. So I'm being, I'm being scolded by the same people you are every single day. If we go third party, I went into, by the way, I never call it a third party. I call it a replacement party. To me, it's a replacement for a failed party. Uh, and then as the Republican Party, it's not a third party that we're starting. We're not starting a new libertarian or green party. We're planning a party that replaces the Republican Party. And, but I get scolded every day. All you're going to do is split the vote. Uh, and my answer to that is, well, why would anybody stay with the GOP yeah. under that scenario? Who would stay? Who would stay with that? So I spent the next two, three, four years working my butt off for the Republican Party like I've done every election cycle for 30 years now, whatever. I do that. And then as soon as people are elected, they, they turn around, screw us again. And I'm supposed to just say, oh, well, I better stay with this party or I'll split the vote. How many times do we have to be burned by the same people? It's Mitch McConnell every single time. Same people. And how are we going to get rid of the Republican establishment figures? How do you get rid of the Mitt Romneys? How do you get rid of any of these people? Um, there, there's no mechanism for us to walk into the RNC uh, headquarters and, and say, you're all fired. We don't have that power. We don't have that authority. And I, I, that's just what I throw back at everybody every day. Okay, you tell me how we clean house. Well, we'll, we'll primary some people. Okay, maybe we primary some people and get rid of a few elected officials. But you can't get rid of the party structure. He's not for without years of fighting. In the meantime, the country uh, crumbles. Mm-hmm. And so what, where do we have the years to spend doing this? Uh, you know, Nigel Farage, he started the Brexit party in about six weeks. Uh, he had half the country behind him. Now, now what he ended up doing, I think, was a mistake. In the end, he ended up cutting a deal with the conservatives uh, and, and approving Boris Johnson, who's been a disaster. So in the end, I think he made a mistake and took the power that he had and gave it away. But the party formed very, very quickly. Uh, and, and, you know, I think the same thing can be done here. There's no there's no reason it can't. Well, the, the reason it can't could be because President Trump, if there's one thing I could say about him is that he's got too big of a heart and he trusts too many of the wrong people. I saw yes. that Kevin McCarthy was on his way to Florida. Now, Kevin McCarthy well, yes. stood on the floor of the House and said that Trump bore blame for what happened. He did. Did he contest the votes? Votes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? That's not enough. That, that's not enough. That doesn't right. make you MAGA. No. When you dare to stand up and say that Trump bore some responsibility to the breach, that is basically, that is the same thing as saying what the Democrats are saying, that Trump incited an insurrection and that MAGA are domestic terrorist and insurrectionist. That is nobody yeah. who should have any, we, Trump should be not be meeting with him. And he actually went on media and said that everybody across the country bore some responsibility to that. That well, is insane to me. I don't understand why Kevin is meeting with him. I don't understand why that meeting is taking place. Uh, I, I wondered if it was just a way to taunt the media or something, but maybe there's something real. I guess Kevin trying to convince Trump not to, to start a third party, but I thought Trump was already convinced to not start a third party because I've been hearing for days that he was going to be dedicated to getting Republicans elected. So I don't understand this. You know, I do understand that starting a new party, and I'm not sure the Patriot Party is the right name for the new party, because apparently in some states that's already been registered in the past and has some baggage. So we probably need a better name than that that has broader appeal. So I get that part of it. 
Uh, and there will be some wackos that will try to get involved. It'll be hard to get rid of, you know, some fringe characters. I get that part of it, too. I didn't say, you know, that this would be easy. It won't be easy. But what's harder, because, look, you and I, we've been trying for decades yeah. to rid the Republican Party of these people, and we never have been able to get rid of them ever. Why would we be able to now? They blame us for what happened. They think we're the pro- I'm still on some of their internal email lists. I see what they say every day. They don't know I'm seeing some of this stuff. I see it, and they blame, trust me, they blame us. They don't blame Mitch. Uh, they don't blame Mitt. They don't blame Lisa Murkowski. Uh, they blame you and I and every one of your that's listeners right. right now for everything that's happened. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, or, or they'll switch and go, gee, that Georgia, who knew that they had become such a blue state? They actually, yeah. they actually love communists now. In Georgia, they blew it. They, I was in Georgia. I know exactly where they went wrong. Every step of the way, I watched them screw it up. It was them. And they turned around and blamed Trump. Trump's the only reason why they did as well as they did. He actually went and campaigned for those two, who, by the way, turned around and stabbed him in the back. Uh, after the election failure, you know, especially Leffler, but uh, Purdue wasn't much better. And I mean, they wanted to pretend they never heard of Trump otherwise. I mean, it was such a disastrous couple of campaigns and they were run from Washington by the Republican Party. They had no idea how to run those campaigns on the ground in Georgia. And they turned around and blamed Trump. Yeah, um well, you know what? We need to we need to. And I know that there's plenty of good people in conservative media, but there um, I'm hearing too much of people wanting to continue conservatives, big names in media, just wanting to bash the Democrats all day long and not actually uh, you can't solve a problem if you can't accurately identify it. And the problem is, is that we, we have a uniparty system, the Unicrats. And, right. and one thing that we can absolutely do for sure is not give another dime to anybody who's a part mm-hmm. of the not a pack. Not, um, you know, not the party themselves. And I wouldn't even give a dime to Ted Cruz or anybody. Not one Republican should get a dime. You're not going to support us. Yeah, real quick. Could I add something that you didn't mention? Yeah. Stop giving money to these think tanks in Washington. Don't give them a dime. These big groups, because I'll I'll give you an example, because you're getting emails and texts from these groups all day long. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's say, okay, so after November, what is what did the Heritage Foundation do for us after November 3rd? They do anything? Not a thing. you see them jumping out in front of any of this and take no, 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 they're fat and happy with their gigantic endowment, but they are hitting you up for money every second of the day. And there's a number of these groups. Who American Enterprise Institute, AEI, all the same. All oh, the same. Oh, yeah. All kinds of them. And they take our money and they do nothing. And they have their grifters. And what they have done over time is they have really just sucked the movement dry, essentially, mm-hmm. of money, and then and then used it on themselves and done nothing for the cause of the movement. So our own people have got to stop giving them money now. Absolutely. Brian Maloney, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, I want to do some more segments on cryptocurrency because he raised some really interesting stuff there. Before I take a break, I'm going to go to Brian, who's waiting patiently on the phones from San Diego. I, hey, Brian, I only have about a minute for you, but what's on your mind, my friend? Thanks, Andrea. Hey, you know, I'm really kind of just tired of people that have been in, like, he just claims he's been doing this for 30 years, and Mm -hmm. he still can't figure out what the truth of the matter is. And I didn't agree with anything he really said. We need to do what the winners do, okay? And what the Democrats did to take over this state was they funded initiatives for propositions so that people standing in front of stores, that's how they turn us into a one-party state. We don't fund any conservative ideas 
through the legislature to avoid the legislature and say, you know what, we're going to have term limits on government employees. Five years, promote or get out. And once you do that, you will find that most of these people will not want to pay for high government employee expenses. You know, when I listen to people saying, don't give money to the Heritage Foundation, the Heritage Foundation gave us 200 plus very good quality conservative judges that President Trump put into office. So don't put us in a circular firing squad and have people like this tell us bad advice, because that's what happened to President Trump. He got a lot of bad advice from people that were insiders, just like what I heard right now. And I'm sick of it. Well, uh, well, let me let, let me well, let me address your your first point about about propositions. How many propositions did we have in the state of California? Like uh, Proposition Eight, I think it was upholding uh, marriage between traditional marriage between a man and a woman that was overturned in the courts. The courts have been weaponized against us. So I think you're being overly simplistic to say that the solution to the reason why California went blue is because we didn't do enough that propositions. Well That's what you said. That was but your 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 well supposition was problem. that your supposition was. That the reason why California went blue was simply because we didn't put forth another conser- enough conservative propositions. No, we went blue because we had too many Republicans from the consultancy class. That um, it's it's actually very complicated. Um, that um, giving us bad advice. Let, well, it's not. You could say it's bad advice, but let me finish my thought. The, and then I got to go to a break. There's many reasons why the Republican consultancy class here. Let's just look at San Diego, an open border. Um, what the the consultants um, started getting squishy, and they start putting forth. Well, we have to we have to run candidates who are electable. So what's their idea of electable? The the consultancy class it's to run uh, diet Democrat colas like Mitt Romney. That's been done all across the state now for a really long time. And then when you don't have a candidate running as a conservative, and then they lose, then the Democrat wins and then the Republican Party can't accept responsibility for their failures and their losses. So they go, well, you know, we just didn't go far left enough. And so the Democrat Party has dragged from a policy standpoint farther and farther and farther left. And then we got Republicans running for office that don't want to push back. They allow us to be called racist if we want to seal the border. They allow us to be called haters of poor people if we want entitlement. Well, but but that has but Donald Trump has nothing to do with California going blue. So he's teaching us how to fight that, but but the problem but the problem that. we've got is the Republican Party we had both houses of Congress and the White House in 2017. Why did we not get President Trump? I have to leave it here because I'm well past the point of a break. President Trump is leaving office in the same way he came in under the threat of a coup attempt by a weaponized FBI and DOJ that was enabled, cooperated in, and encouraged by the Republican Party. For four years, he was under the weight of that coup attempt that was encouraged by the Republican Party. And even now that he's out of office, he's under a coup attempt by the Republican Party. The problem is the Republican Republican Party, and we've only got about a handful of them that have done anything to support conservative causes and to push back against the Marxism in this country. That's the ultimate issue, and we've got to figure out how to solve it, and I don't believe giving money to the Heritage Foundation, who hasn't done anything to solve the problem, is the answer. Come on back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Looking, One of the things they're looking at is making you have to take a COVID test before you can fly domestically. 
That's another area of tyranny uh, that we're looking at. Did we talk last night about how um, uh, Fauci's now saying you got a double mask? That is absolutely <laughs> the most ridiculous. Yes, and it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. They've got to continue to to clamp down I'm on still the tyranny. Ear masks for for Fauci. Yeah, I mean, they're still, you know, it's they're going to continue and continue to push and push and push uh, to keep you under control. Because the more that the more that we open up a move about society and we don't see people uh, dropping like flies, like, you know, we're supposed if this was half as contagious as they initially said, and we wouldn't there wouldn't be anybody. I would know people have died from it. You would know people have died from it. We everybody I'd have been would. sick from it. Everybody would. And that hasn't happened. Uh, there's a reason why Gavin Mussolini is withholding the data from us uh, with hospitalization. Because it don't add up. Exactly, because it doesn't add up. And magically, the flu's gone away, right? Um, so, but uh, switching gears here, you know, and talking about what can we do, um, we've, we've got to continue to be talking about what we can do, um, particularly to push back against the cancel culture. So, um, uh, some updated news on that. Um, Epic Times has been stripped from YouTube in, uh, in terms of being able to monetize itself. Wow. Yeah. Are they going to get a refund for the money that maybe that they've invested? Probably not. Because, you know, like people, many people that have been banned from some of these platforms actually spent money on like sponsored ads. Oh, it was a big endeavor. Yeah, it costs money that Twitter and Facebook and YouTube have made money off of people. Uh, So we know Mike Lindell uh, was banned from uh, Twitter, permanently banned. Well, here's some good news. The Media Action Network has launched a basket uh, boycott and petition against Bed Bath & Beyond. This is their statement. After it announced it was pulling my pillows due to CEO Mike Lindell's politics. Quote, we're encouraging patriots to visit their local Bed Bath & Beyond, fill up a shopping cart, then abandoned it with our statement about free speech and never shop there again until CEO Mark Tritton reverses his decision. The group has started a petition which has at least over 10,000 signatures. So that's something we can do. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's too aggressive to fill up a shopping cart and leave it at the register with a note? No, it sends a, it sends a message. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's nonviolent and it says, hey, we're not going to take this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't usually shop at Bed Bath & Beyond, but now I'm really not going to shop there. But, you know, that's something I would do. This is how, this I'm is proud how of you Lindell get... for standing up for himself. Absolutely. And you know what? I think that Trump issued a statement today that his his team may just have him give a statement instead of actually presenting a defense. I've said it may be the thing to do is just ignore it. John Roberts isn't coming. It's a kangaroo court. Maybe just have, just have an attorney show up and say, um, you know, like do like my cousin Vinny did. Everything you just said is bull blank. <laughs> and walk out. Do a Mike as a Vinny. We're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment for the show. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, it's been a really long day for me. For, for me, the old Andrea wouldn't have been able to still be hanging in this many hours later. But this Andrea takes her balance in nature. Ten servings of thirty-one fruits and veggies every day, babies. Uh, you can too. You can change your life and fight off infections a lot better and viruses better. Go to balanceinnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH. Free shipping, thirty-five percent off. And uh, before we wrap up the show tonight, it looks like Sean is on hold. He's got a comment about Bed Bath & Beyond. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Hi, Andrea. Thanks uh, for taking my call. And thank you, Pedalskins, for taking my call. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, the, the employees, if we look at the big picture, these employees are just, you know, they're just doing their job. And unfortunately, I think there's a better way to go about it. Let's just support Mike. Let, you know, people just start ordering his pillow for, what, 30 bucks or something. I mean, there's just other ways to do it. Um, so you're not on board with the Philippa shopping cart to make a statement? No, 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 no. Well, I think that, you know, if you feel like that's a little rude and, and you know, and outside your comfort zone, I don't think there's anything wrong with signing the the petition. Oh, but yeah, well, I agree with that. Yeah, so that's yeah. the Media Action Network, um, because we've got to stand up. You know, I mean, that they are literally uh, going to, this this playbook of canceling, we're all Michael Flynn, we're all Mike Lindell. They are coming for us. Uh, they, there was a video that, that a well-known guy, I think his name is Don Winslow, or Dan Winslow put out. They are literally calling for an army of Americans. Twitter now has a bird watch feature. They have Americans, Brandon Strzok from Walkaway, who got a arrested yesterday was turned in by his family members this is you know i talked earlier about this being holocaust remembrance day snitching on family was a critical factor uh in germany and what was going on and you know we need to do something if you don't feel comfortable filling up a shopping cart then at least sign the petition because we have got to stop this because if they're going to do this against mike lindell they would do this against you they will look to see if you've ever said anything and you can you can delete your social media accounts but there are software packages that allow them to go back and see every comment that you've ever made on any Facebook post or Twitter or anywhere and use it against you. And they are they are serious when you hear Katie Couric, AOC and all these big names. I mean, Katie Couric is calling for the deprogramming of people. We're not, this is not fringe from the Democrat Party talking about rounding us up and forcing us to be de- deprogrammed, giving us an opportunity to correct ourselves. So that's really, really scary. And so well, if the rudest thing we do is fill up a shopping cart, you know, the, the worker that's got to empty the shopping cart, they, they're getting paid to empty that shopping cart. True, so the, true, so the message true. it sends is really to the management there. It sends a powerful message that that worker's still going to get paid. Right. And I used to I used to be a clerk. I used to work in, in drugstores. So yeah. they still get paid the hourly. So you, right. you sound like somebody who's got a good heart. And, and I don't want anybody to compromise their principles. But um, we've we've Bank but we've. Petition, yeah. Yes, okay. I would sign the petition. Thank you for calling yeah. in, Sean. Anything well, you want to say? My daughter loves you. Thank you so much. Younger girls. Oh, yeah. thank you. All right. Keep it up. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow night, Skins. We're going to be... Any final thoughts for us? Want to wrap it up? Uh, Just what I was typing you on our Google Doc earlier. Just, uh, you know, we just got to keep plowing forward. We can't can't just... We can't be down. We're not going to give up. To my last dying breath. Thank you all. Peace out.